Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. So today I wanna to talk about something that I don't hear a lot of people talking about, but it's something I've been thinking about lately and I just wanna share my thoughts and you can let me know if it resonates with you. One thing that I've noticed, and again, as with everything I say, probably ever, this does not apply to everyone. It does not apply to everyone with ADHD. It does not apply to everyone of any group of people. Period. However, something that I have noticed is that oftentimes the people in my life that I know that have ADHD are not people who read the instructions. So for example, if we are assembling a piece of furniture, if we buy like a new car, a, an electronic device, something like that, there are people who read the entire manual or read the manual at all. But there are people who read the entire manual front to back. I have known these people, they exist. Um, that's probably like relatively normal. When I look around my life, the people with ADHD that I know are not the read the instructions type of people. And I have some theories as to why that is. And the theories can be kind of cross applied to other things in life and be made helpful in those other things. So we'll get there. I remember just at all times, growing up, even as an adult, when I'm doing something new or um, even just learning a new skill or hobby, I don't go and get like an instructional book on how to whatever the thing is. I go and I buy the supplies to do the thing. I try to do the thing. And then I go looking for information when I get stuck. This is the same whether I'm building a piece of furniture, whether I've got a new electronic device, whether I've got a new car, whether I am, like I said, learning a new skill. And here's why I think that is. So in the ADHD brain, at least mine, it's not as relevant or natural to learn in the method of instructions, baby steps, big picture. So a lot of the ways that education is set up, a lot of the ways that like instructions are set up, for example, they start with the little pieces and they build on those pieces. Learning math is a really good example. Uh, learning to read is a really good example. In school, they will have you learn your letters, your sounds, letter combinations and the sounds that they make, phonics, all that kind of stuff before they will actually let you read. And for people with ADHD, sometimes that does not work and it can appear as though those people are slower learners or not as good at something like reading, um, which is very likely not true at all. It's just that sometimes we learn in a different way. I think that what happens is that I can have all the information thrown at me. I can even have it broken down into nice little bite-sized pieces that build on each other from the smallest, most relatable particle of the concept to the big picture destination of actually learning the thing. But if I don't have a place of relevance to plug that information into in my brain, I will not be able to use that information. I will not remember that information. I won't be able to carry it with me into the future of that learning process. So in the example of building a piece of furniture, say it's Ikea, let's be real, it's Ikea, okay? So I will just pull out all the pieces, 
look at what I have, and I will start to assemble the furniture. You can see the picture of what it needs to look like in the end, and that makes it easier to fill in the steps of how to get there rather than reading someone's instructions that they've written out of how to get there. Oftentimes the ADHD brain is really good at recognizing patterns, recognizing connections, cross-applying concepts from one area of their life to another, and all of those things come together to make it kind of an intuitive process to learn something new or to uh, build a piece of furniture. And I feel like sometimes the conventional learning process that we learn in school and that the instructions kind of guide us through, it, it tries to circumvent all of those natural ways that we have adapted to learn in this world. And it doesn't really allow us to avail ourselves of those methods. And so I think that's how a lot of us end up in the place where we just don't even read the instructions because it's not helpful information. And when you're learning something new, your brain goes through this process of picking the helpful information that is relevant to that task or that skill. And something that I've noticed is that the instructions or the steps that someone else has laid out are quite often not helpful information. Examples of helpful information are often mistakes made in the process of learning or of building or of completing a task, and also getting kind of knee deep in the task and realizing, oh, here I have a question. And not only do I recognize this particular question that I can go find the answer to very quickly, but now, when I find that answer, I have all of this context, all of this experience in this realm to plug that answer into so that I can use it. And I find that if you go about something in that way, it tends to stick better and it tends to make more sense and that information tends to be more useful. What I typically like to do is take a big picture first approach. I remember in high school, I had a physics class, and physics is one of my favorite subjects now as an adult. But at the time, it was brand new to me. And um, having a class that was just called physics dedicated to physics, right? Like, we're subject to physics every day. But learning about it in an educational context was new to me at the time. And I remember there were... Because physics can be really complex, and it was just, like, basic the first physics class you would ever take, there were two options for different tracks that you could choose within that class. And I think that those options were designed to help people be successful if they learn in a different way. So in the beginning of the class, you could elect if you wanted to go the conceptual route. And I think the other one, I don't remember what it was called, but basically it was the practical route. And the conceptual route was a lot more simplified and streamlined and it talked about the concepts of physics. And the practical route was a lot more complex and it was a lot more um, hands-on actually doing the math and getting kind of knee-deep in physics and then having to find your way out on the other side with the right answer. And so the conceptual track was considered the easier track and the practical was considered more challenging because it was more math heavy, if that makes sense. So in the beginning of the year, I didn't even really know the teacher. I had never had him for any other class before. 
And we were supposed to elect which track we were going to take. And I think something in me knew that the harder and the more involved the curriculum is, the more successful I can be because I am better with a challenge and with some pressure. So I knew that I wanted to challenge myself because I wanted to do well in the class. And so I chose the practical. And I'm not sure what this was based on, but the teacher told me, no, you have to do the conceptual. And I remember, first of all, feeling like I thought we were supposed to choose, <laughs> but also feeling totally crushed, like this person that I don't even know has already decided how smart they think I am and how much they think I can handle. And they've already decided what they think the best learning style for me is. So many things wrong with this, but it dictated the whole future of my experience in that class. I did not do very well in that class. I felt like the teacher did not believe in me. And also I had to do the conceptual route, which is the equivalent in this instance of reading the instructions first and having nowhere to plug that into. Whereas the practical route would have allowed me to get knee deep in the subject matter, to make mistakes, to kind of bang around and figure things out and, you know, learn by doing and then realize, okay, what are my questions? Where am I getting stuck? Let's go find that information. Um, but the conceptual route really just expected students to memorize concepts, but not really get much of a chance to use them and prove them out. And I wish I had known then what I know now about the way that I learn. And I think that often the best way for me to learn is in a big picture first approach. So whereas the normal process in education, for example, is to start with the small pieces and build from there. I have to jump into the deep end and then learn how to swim because I have no other choice. That's just how my brain works. Otherwise, I won't learn it and I won't remember it. Now, I understand that there are some instances where you can't really avoid learning step by step from the beginning. Some experiences are just carved out that way and there's not a whole lot you can do. Um, I remember as a kid, I did karate growing up. And I, it was one of those experiences where you have to learn with the basics. They don't let you just jump in at black belt and then fill in the gaps behind you. That's not really how that works. And so I did have to do step by step, start with the really simple things, the really small things. Um, and I think that in that kind of situation, it is possible to learn that way. But I do notice, at least for me, that it takes longer for me to learn that way. And I need more like handholding, if you will. Like I need more input from other people, like telling me, no, that's wrong. Yes, that's right. And just, yeah, kind of handholding. Whereas if I'm going to learn something independently or like, for example, at the high school level where you are a little bit more independent in the case of my physics class, I do need to be able to learn it in my way um, in order to be successful and in order to take that information with me into the future. So now the question is, how can we use this knowledge if this applies to you as well? Um, first of all, let me know down below. I'd be super curious because a lot of times I hear people talking about things that I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so me, but I never really articulated it specifically before. So let me know if you have a similar experience with your learning process. But I think the way that we can use this to help us and to be beneficial is to be conscious of the way that we approach learning something new or um, doing a task that is new to us. And if there's an option to do the big picture first and then fill in the gaps as you need the information, 
then take that route. Do that option. It's going to feel so good. It's going to feel like one, you own that experience and that education and that learning that you gain through that process. And also it's going to feel so much more like an accomplishment when you succeed in the end, when you build the thing, when you learn the skill. And that's so rewarding and encourages you to go and do it again with another thing and gives you that confidence that people with neurotypical brains might get from the sort of conventional learning process and we just might not be getting that. I do think that people who don't learn in this way, who can learn in kind of the conventional way, um, are sometimes a little disturbed by this particular method. Um, And it seems a little bit weird and foreign and backwards. But to me, the normal way feels backwards and it doesn't work very well for me. So I encourage you, if you think that your brain might be like this, to look at something that you're doing in the near future or something that you've always wanted to do with this new perspective and maybe see if you can find a greater sense of confidence or just more success in the experience of it and the completion of it. So I feel like this video might be slightly rambly. I tried to kind of organize my thoughts, but I really want to just take these opportunities to just talk about things, talk about what it's like to live in the world when the world was not built for your brain, because it's just something that in recent years I've really started to think explicitly about where before I was just kind of subconsciously battling through it. And I think having the perspective of recognizing, no, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just living in the world that wasn't built for me um, is really helpful. It's really helpful for my sanity and my like self understanding. And I just think conversations like these are really cool and possibly helpful. So I appreciate you watching this video. Let me know down below if you have any other videos that you would like to see, any questions or just want to join the conversation. Thanks so much and I'll see you in my next one. Bye.